Well, this morning we're going to jump right into the message, all right? And so uh, there's a couple things, though, that I want to let you know. First off, thank you, Austin, uh, for stepping in this week. Morgan, uh, this past week, had a couple more seizures, and so uh, she's been having that continue to go on. They've got her some new medication, and it's, it's helping, but at the same time, it makes her sick when she takes it, and so they're just, she's just walking that path, and uh, so be in prayer for her and for Brandon as he's just trying to help her, minister to her, and love her, right, as, uh, as they're just walking through a time of just kind of trying to figure out what's going on, right? And so thank you again, Austin and Alyssa and Kevin, for jumping in and, and helping with that this morning. And uh, so, moms, thank you so much for what you do, right? Like, very rarely do you get to hear that. Moms, thank you for what you do. And again, like I said earlier, you know, for some, Mother's Day can be a hard day, uh, and for some, it can be a day of celebration. And so it's, it's one of those that, that sometimes it's, it's really kind of hard to navigate what that looks like. But again, for those of you who are mothers, thank you, right? Thank you. And so uh, today's message is not uh, typically, you know, on Mother's Day, a church will take Mother's Day and, and kind of pull out a message for mothers and different things like that. We're, we're not going to do that today. Sorry. Uh, we have extra donuts. Okay. So that's what we got for you today uh, instead of a special message. But we're going to yeah, in fact, take some home. We have like six boxes. So if you want to take one home, Lamar's was super generous this, this week. And so anyway, that's your, your gift today. All right. But uh, uh, we do want to continue to walk through our series, Believe. Okay. And so today we're going to be picking up. We've kind of been walking through like now that we have, have spent the first 10 weeks talking about what we believe. We're now walking through, okay, we believe those things. So what does that look like in action? Right? Like, how do we put that into action? And so over the past couple of weeks, we've been looking at worship. We looked at prayer. Then we went to total surrender, right? Because we surrender because of what we believe. And then we talked about biblical community and what that looks like. And so this week, we're really kind of talking more less or less of the actions that we do and more of the actions that we use, okay? So kind of the actions that we use, the things that we use this week. And so our question of the week okay, that pops up in our Believe book, was this. What skills and gifts has God given me to serve others? Now, I, I hope, maybe you didn't do this, maybe you did, but that you would, would maybe answer that question, right? Like, think through, what has God given me? What skills and gifts has God given me to serve others? others, okay? And our key kind of idea with that was this, that we need to have an idea of what those, what those gifts are, like what has God given us, right? And then there's some important elements that follow that, that we use them, okay? And then also we use them to fulfill God's purpose, okay? And so we use them to fulfill His purpose. So I hope that as you were reading through the book this week, you saw that Spiritual gifts are vital to the life of the church. Like they are a super important element to what we do here. And multiple times, even in our reading this week, we see Paul equate the church, okay, to a body, right? He uses it, this kind of, uh, what's that called? I don't know the word. Anyway, they're the same thing, right? Synonym. So he said, that, that's not it. What is it? I, we'll figure it out. Anyway, they're the same thing, right? So the body and the church, they're the same thing, okay? And so in that, we each have a part to play in that element, that body, okay? So the church, 
A lot of people think of the church, or they look at the church, and they go, you know what, yeah, that's a place we go for weddings, that's a place we go for funerals, that's a place you go on Sunday mornings, like child dedications, all these different things, like that's why we go to church. Or maybe some people look at the church as a place of, uh, kind of, a place that serves the community, right? Like, looks out for those that are down and out, or hurting, or in need. That's what the church is. But this morning, here's what I want you to see what the church is, okay? The church is a living organization, a living organism, even if you will, okay? With Jesus Christ as the head, right? The leader of the organization, that's Christ. And then we, as believers and followers of Jesus, are in fact the body, okay? We're the body. And so we are the ones that are putting things into motion and into movement through the power of the Holy Spirit to get things accomplished, okay? But spiritual gifts are these things, these these loves and passions that we have that have been gifted to us to do so, okay? To do so. So where do these gifts come from? Well, they come from the Holy Spirit, okay? Which indwells each believer, and he has given each of us something. As we're going to see here in a minute, none of us can sit there and say, I don't have a spiritual gift. Nope. Something has been given to you if you're a believer and follower of Jesus, and it's for the purpose of His glory, okay? God's glory. Now, here's the thing about spiritual gifts, all right? I think sometimes we have to be careful with spiritual gifts in the way of this, that we can kind of pigeonhole ourselves with our giftings. In other words, you know what? I don't know that I can be an encouragement to you because I don't have the spiritual gifting of encouragement, Right? Or I don't know that I can tithe to the church because I don't have the spiritual gifting of giving. Right? And so we put ourselves in this corner and we say, well, these are my spiritual giftings, and so that's all that I can do or use. And what that does is that brings to you ultimately this ineffectiveness for the body and what God has given you. So if you're not using those spiritual gifts that God has given you, then you're ultimately hurting the body. All right? So we got to be kind of careful with that, okay? Yes, it's a good idea to know what your spiritual giftings are. Absolutely, right? And yes, to work in our strengths, our spiritual gifting strengths, excuse me. But there are moments, right, that we need to use them, okay? So the first thing I want to do this morning is this. I want to walk us through an example of someone who is using their spiritual gift for the encouragement or the strengthening of another, okay? And so when we're strengthening one another, we're strengthening also the body because each of us are a part of the body, right? And so when we strengthen one another, we're strengthening the body as well. So I want us to walk through that. So if you have your Bibles, we're going to be in Romans chapter 1 to start, okay? And I got to get there real quick. My goodness. We're going to be in Romans chapter 1, and we're going to be in verse 11. Now, Paul, okay, is writing to the Romans, and in this he is talking about his desire to come to them, okay? And in that, he is, he is what we're going to find here is wanting to bring, ultimately, encouragement to them and through his spiritual gifting that he has, all right? So look at verse 11. For I want very much to see you that I may impart to you some spiritual gift to strengthen you. That is to be mutually encouraged by each other's faith, both yours and 
mine. Now here's the thing. We read that and the, the language there that he wants to bring them a spiritual gift can make us think, okay, he's the one bringing the giftings to them. No, no, no. That's not the case, okay? But ultimately, what he's really saying there is, I want to come and give my gift to you so that you then can be encouraged, okay? So he wants to bring his encouragement to them so then that they can be strengthened. So he has the gifting of exhortation or the gifting of encouragement. And he wants to come to Rome to encourage them to then strengthen their body. See how that works? Okay, and so he is coming to them to strengthen them. Now, there's a few things that we learn there. Okay, the first one is this, that spiritual gifts are made for the strengthening of others, right? Spiritual gifts are made for the strengthening of others, thus strengthening the body. You know, last week we looked at brothers and sisters and how we love each other because we're bonded through Christ. Spiritual gifts are there for the strengthening of that brother, strengthening of that sister, then also strengthening the body. Okay? So there's strengthening there. Now, it's almost as though he realizes in verse 11 when he says that statement, I'm going to come to you and I'm going to bring you this great gift, right, of strengthening you. He's like, whoa, that's pretty bold. And so then he says, I tell you what, this, let's reciprocate this. In fact, I'm going to encourage you and you're going to encourage me. You see, it's a mutual transaction there. Okay, so for the sake of this morning, I want to give you kind of a definition of spiritual gifts. All right, so here it is. An ability given by the Holy Spirit to express our faith effectively in word or deed for the strengthening of someone else's faith, okay? Thus, strengthening the body. I don't think that part's on the screen. But again, if we're strengthening one another, then we are strengthening the body. So here's what that does for me, okay? This phrase allows me to differentiate between natural ability and spiritual gifting. Okay? So let me walk through that for a second. All right? This idea that even an unbeliever can have a natural ability. Right? So a great example of this would be someone who has the natural ability of being an administrator. Oh, my gosh. I'm having trouble talking this morning. I'm sorry. An administrator, okay? Like that's a spiritual gift, administration. And so somebody can have that natural ability, but if the Holy Spirit is not empowering that or it's not strengthening the body or the church, then they just have that natural ability. It's not necessarily a spiritual gift. You see that? Does that make sense? So here's the thing. Paul is showing and bringing his spiritual gifting of encouragement to those in Rome, the body of Rome and the believers of Rome, so that he then can strengthen and encourage them. But it's through the power of the Holy Spirit residing in him, okay? So here's the thing. Is the spiritual gifting just limited to encouragement? No, no. There's multiple spiritual giftings, okay? But the spiritual giftings will always strengthen the body or someone else's faith. Okay? So, this past week you were reading through your book and we read through uh, Romans 12 and we read through 1 Corinthians 12. And there was listed list there of the giftings, right? Some of the spiritual gifts that are given. And so I want to look at a couple of those. And so we're going to look over in Romans chapter 12. 
And we're going to be starting in verse 3, okay? And it says this. It says, For by grace given to me, I tell everyone among you not to think of himself more highly than he should think. Instead, think sensibly. As God has distributed a measure of faith to each one. Now, as we have many parts in one body, and all the parts do not have the same function, in the same way, we who are many are one body in Christ, and individually members of one another. And according to the grace given to us, we each have different gifts. If prophecy, use it according to the standard of one's faith. If service, in service. If teaching, in teaching. If exhorting, excuse me, in exhortation, giving with generosity, leading with diligence, showing mercy and with cheerfulness. All right. So he lays out this kind of uh, example of, okay, these are some of the spiritual gifts that are given for the, for the body, right? This one body. And so he gives a few of them that he lists there in verse eight. Extor- extor- oh my goodness gracious. I am sorry. I don't know what's going on this morning. All right. Exhortation. He's talking about exhortation. He's talking about encouragement. He's talking about strengthening each other. Right. And then he's talking about giving. He's talking about sharing. And he's talking about acts of mercy. Now, here's the funny thing about that. Okay. Is it those are all gifts that we are supposed to employ. Right. But if it's a spiritual gifting for us, then maybe we have been gifted in a way that we can do it more effectively and frequently with those around us. Okay? So, here's what it says. According to the grace given to us, we each have different gifts. So, spiritual gifts are given in a varying measure. Okay? So, they're given in a varying measure. Because look what he wrote. In verse 3, he says this. He says, No one should think of themselves more highly than he should think. Instead, think sensibly. So in other words, just because you have maybe the gift of service doesn't make you any better than me. Or if you have the gift of exhortation or encouragement doesn't mean that you're just any better than me. Same thing with teaching. Like it doesn't make you any better than me or me any better than you. But we are equal in the body and through the body, okay? So he's writing here to the Romans, right? The Romans have this big ego going on because they're starting to take places over. And he says, no, 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 look, you can't look any, you can't look at yourself any better than any other. And that distinction that sets you apart in the ability that you have, guess what? That distinction is owed to the Holy Spirit. It's nothing you've done, right? Because it's a spiritual gift. So it's a gift that is given to you. It's not earned and it's not deserved. So let me break that down. Okay. You see the Holy Spirit is giving the gifts in whatever portion he desires to whomever he pleases for the uplifting of the body. It's raining. All right. So here's the next part. What do we do with those gifts, because there was a part of that key statement, right? We have the gifts, we need to use them, okay? So what do we do with them? Well, here's how I kind of want you to think about it. We talk about generosity a lot, and we talk about stewardship. Guess what? We need to steward our gifts, and we need to steward our gifts generously, okay? So turn over to First Peter with me, chapter 4. And verse 7, P. 
Peter is writing this, and he says, Now, the end of all things is near. Therefore, be serious and disciplined for prayer. And above all, maintain an intense love for each other, since love covers a multitude of sins. And be hospitable to one another without complaining. Now, that sounds very similar to what we talked about last week, right? And this idea of biblical community. But then he says this. He says, based on the gift each one has received. You see, you can't get out of it. Like you have a spiritual gifting, okay? Use it to serve others as God's managers of the very grace of God. And if anyone speaks, it should be done as one who speaks God's words. And if anyone serves, it should be done from the strength that God provides so that God may be glorified through Jesus Christ in everything and to him belong the glory and the power forever and ever. Amen. Right? So each one, each of us in this room have received a spiritual gifting to use for the growing of this body, New City Church, right? So here's what should be happening with us at New City Church. You and me, all right? We should be finding more and more ways to creatively disperse the grace and the love of Jesus to each other and outside the body by the use of our spiritual gifts. That's our goal with our giftings, right? Is to show that. For what? For the glory of Jesus through the power of the Holy Spirit. So how does that look? What does that look like? Well, it can be done in word and or in deed, okay? Because look at verse 11. If anyone speaks, it should be as one who speaks God's words. And if anyone serves, it should be from the strength God provides so that God may be glorified. So our aim is to strengthen faith and strengthen each other and strengthen the body. And it's guided by him and then it then puts the focus on him. But if we are the ones doing the guiding, then the focus just simply comes on us. You see that? It's then put on us. So here's the thing. All right, as we walk through that, the final thing he says there in verse 11, or excuse me, yeah, verse 11. To him belong the glory and the power forever and ever, right? So this means, again, the aim in giving gifts and giving us this faith to exercise them and to grow is so that his glory will be on display, right? That his glory will be on display. And he wants the world to marvel at him and look at him and say, he is fantastic. And he is fantastic through you and the giftings that he has given you. So then he is on display. Because here's the thing, God is all-encompassing. I don't know if we've established that. Like, do you know that, right? That God is all-encompassing, right? So from him and through him and to him are all things, To him be the glory. It'll say right here in Romans chapter 11. To him be the glory. And so there's the thing where it is so thrilling and so exciting and so fun and satisfying when we find our niche in this eternal story that God is writing through our spiritual gifts and what he has given us, right? Empowered by the Holy Spirit. Now, you might be going, okay, that's all good and great, but you didn't talk about any of the giftings. Like you didn't give us a list. You didn't tell us. You, we don't know what those 
are. So how are we supposed to flesh those out? Well, I want to give you a couple different ways that you can do this, okay? The first is you can go to Scripture and begin to find spiritual giftings, right? And then when you find those spiritual giftings, figure out which ones you enjoy doing. Those are the ones that God has given to you. The Holy Spirit has given to you, okay? Now, there are thousands, uh, probably zillions, okay, of spiritual gift tests that are out there that you can take to help you figure out your spiritual gifting, okay? I want to give you one that's pretty good. It's not perfect, okay, but it's pretty good. And so if you go on uh, Google and you just search Lifeway Spiritual Gifts Inventory, okay, be the first one that pops up, and you can go through there and you answer a series of questions, and then it gives you kind of a, a rating, if you will, of your spiritual giftings, okay? Now, here's the thing. You may look at that and go, I don't know that those are my spiritual giftings, all right? Then find somebody that knows you well and have them take it for you and then see how balanced that is, all right? But the other great way you can do it is if you go back to our question for the week, and say, what skills and gifts has God given me to serve others? And then you just start jotting some things down. It may become clear what giftings God has given you. All right? But those giftings, again, are for what purpose? For the growing up and strengthening of our faith as each other in the body and outside of the body. All right? But they're gifts that the Lord has given you to use and to employ, if you will, for the growth of that body. Okay? So I'm going to leave the, what are they, up to you, all right, and finding those. And if you want to come and talk about those, great, let's do it, right? And how can we flesh that out? What can we make that look like in this body? The cool thing is this, is that the majority of this body right here, us, New City Merriam, truly, we are using those giftings. Like, you guys are using those giftings, and it's so cool to see that as we continue forward, Okay? So that's why I've kind of left it up to you instead of teaching on it, because I think many of us know them, but how can we effectively steward them and steward them well, all right? So let me pray for us.